noting that now with so many folks at home, it unfortunately it's going to bring about, it's a very well possible, could bring about a rise in far right-wing extremism in that there's a lot of content online that some fucking asshole moderators um, on certain platforms, they refuse to take down Nazis because they're fucking cowards. Old Soul Radio is us, and we're here, and it's 8 o'clock. Good evening. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. We <laughs> back. We're Were those mics on the whole time? Nope. No, <laughs> fuck no. What that the would hell? have been some good content, yeah, though. We keep it we kosher out here. we talking about off air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Respect to that conversation. Respectfully. But we're switching gears from that now. And we're going into Old Soul Radio time because it's Sunday the 14th. Valentine's Day. We really came back for Valentine's Day. Totally. We totally did. Yeah. Um, And it's also Roland's birthday. Happy birthday, Roland, if you can hear us out there, you know? He can't. He doesn't fuck with any of my shit. The rage that people fear is very real. And also, we can direct it at our uh, also public officials. <laughs> <laughs> is this shoot. not on? No, it's just, it's, you know, you gotta, it's. I mean, is, are we, can no, they we hear good, us? We good, we good, we good, we good, we good, we good. I think they can hear us. Um, So, we got a special guest today. Now, when you say special guest. All right, let me break it down for you. Let me, let me tell you what special guest means. Okay? Yes, please do. All right, this guy, right? Yes. I'm, uh, I, fish- I met him. In 2010. Really? Yeah. 2010. Right? 2010. Now? Wait, don't even let him speak yet. All right. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't. You don't get to speak. Never mind. We we take that question. You're about to unplug hella shit. No, I'm not. It's all good. It keeps flickering. It's cool. I'm flickering right now. All right. Um, 2010. Yes. I've known this guy for a while. I live with him now. And this motherfucker is holding it down for the city with his music. Okay, let me just put that out there. Yeah. All right. This guy, he's one of the first to uh to start making music. I remember. And um, life. No, just you know, in the whole, you know, he's he's one of the, you know, right. Fucking uh, him and Oedipus. My bad. You just keep going. Yeah. Um. You know, a while ago, and then you know, uh, back in the train days. And uh, and uh, he's still here. His if you look at his Spotify page, I, I saw I saw it today, and I was like, God damn, dude, it's a full ass page. You got hella shit going on right now. You get got a show yesterday for the album dedicated to those who, which just came out this past week, and it's like I said before on my Instagram, it's phenomenal. And uh, I'd like to give a big warm welcome. To Old Soul Radio, Baghead. 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 Yo, 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 thank you so much for having me here. I've always thought about being here, and now I'm here. It's a dream come true. I've always sat out there. You're like, how come I can't get in? <laughs> He's been, you've been here many, many a time, too. From day one. Yeah, you fucking here in the beginning of the Old Soul Radio days. You're beginning of the Old Soul days. Yeah. You know? Yes, yes. Um... <coughs> How you how you feeling, man? Feeling good. I yeah. Some chips. No and food. No outside. food. In, no food inside. Yeah. No, no I wait for the album. I was the outside the while chips. you were talking, <laughs> and I brought it in. And I put it. I brought it back out. I'm good. Yeah. I'm well rested. Yeah. I had a good weekend. I got no work tomorrow. No, oh really? Not the album. Yeah, I got no work tomorrow. So this is your calm after the storm. Yeah, dude. Four day weekend. Uh, Perfect timing for a little album release, yeah, album drop, gallery show, Get a radio show. Yeah. You know, now what's next? No, I'm kidding. 
You know, I already <laughs> I think that texted, always the question. Right? I already texted Jules about what's next. How is the gallery show for you? Sick. I think um, I think now I'm kind of proud. Like when it was happening, it was like a lot going on. Like mm-hmm. it was like, I was like, I think any show I do, especially the ones I organize or for myself, like ones I organize and ones I perform, I'm always like super excited for it and nervous for it. And then when it's happening, I'm like kind of in the moment, but also it's like thinking about everything I'm doing and what I need to do and how it's going. And then it's over. And I'm like, damn. Right. It's mm. over. Shit. Right. Um, But I think I was m- same shit this time, but I was definitely able to like really appreciate how special it was for me. Right. Personally. And then for Jules as well. Um, And then just like. I think uh, it was good for these times, you know, like, there's no events really in person where uh, everyone's seeing each other. And, like, most people who were there are people who we, we see at events like that. So for a lot of people there, we hadn't seen each other in a long-ass time. So I felt, like, lucky to be a part of that and organize that. And it was really beautiful to see how the people out in the street. It was dope. Did it – sorry, go ahead. Dedicated to those who – now, this is an album and a documentary. Yes? Yeah. And it's the same. They're both titled. They're both called Dedicated to Those Who. At the same time, or are they one thing? You dedicated to Those Who is an album, and there's a short film attached to it called Dedicated to Those Who. Mm, I like that. A short film. I see what you did there. Branding. So the short film aspect, mm-hmm. you know, you working with Serial for the Kids. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we know how we know Serial for the Kids, yes. and all our listeners probably do too, because they listen to us. <laughs> but <laughs> how did that come about? Like, why did you decide to make it make this like uh, a documentary, and why did you choose Serial uh, for the Kids? Um, or did they choose you? No, uh, I reached out to them. Like, so the <coughs> the idea for dedicated to those who. Like the title of an album called like an album called that was like almost two years ago, and um, I I had released Thirty Three Top of the Hill, which was my first project, and me and Jules, uh, aka Serial for the Kids, did a video for it, and I was like super in love with that. I think um, when I went to them for that one, I was able to like kind of like loosely describe what I wanted, um, based on what I had been influenced by in the beat scene and other music videos I saw, and they were able to like. Uh, execute that with their own style and bring their own ideas to it and like i was really really happy with it um so i was like i got another project coming let's do something bigger and originally i was just like we could do like two or three videos you know instead of one um and i think they had the idea to like i i don't really remember because like over two years and like the project changed and i was like they were originally going to have footage of me in japan when i went out there and and then I didn't happen. I made a new project, and then COVID happened. Like we were gonna, fi- we had started to film the f- uh, the original, like uh, I guess screenplay for the film was like drastically different. There was a scene that was gonna end in our house with like twenty people. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and we had just started to like film some of it, and then COVID got kind of many. And then Jules was like, we should probably like push it back. And then shelter in place happened, and then. Yeah. Um, and that's when Jules decided, like, instead of waiting till the world is different, we can just change the script and film it as is. And so, um, I definitely a lot of the movie came from Jules. 
I reached out to them to add visuals to this album, and they had the idea of like instead of doing two to three separate videos, kind of putting it all as one, um, and creating like a short film essentially. Um, and they created the script, the original script, and they changed it up to the new one. And I was there more for like creative support and to go back and forth with. But they organized the film and the shoot, and they had a lot of the um, content and like direction of the film comes from them. Yeah, like what what does the script look like for that? Because you had so yeah, know, so it's like it's a documentary, but it's like it's um I think more than anything, it's a visual album slash short right. film, right. right? You know what I mean? Like all the music from it is from my album. Um, you have different people's right, so it's like a documentary because yeah. it's it's, in a, it's like an experimental documentary about the city, because yeah. uh, we had so we both had the idea of like interviewing people who, who were born and raised in the city or people who had spent a lot of time in the city, and like I wrote the interview questions and I carried out some of the interviews, mm. and that was like gonna be like the bedrock of the film, um, and then the scenes were gonna like kind of bring out the content of those interviews, you know? Like, if Mike's talking about being sad in the city, then mm-hmm. the um, the scenes would kind of, like, in an experimental way, bring that out rather than the, there being a script, you know? Yeah. Um, the original script was actually going to be way more detailed. Like, there was going to be a script where, like, the scene was me and Mike having an argument outside my house. Yeah. Like, you know, there was going to be full-on scenes and shit. Act it out. Yeah, we're going to act out us having an argument about what... Our views and like specifically like because we work with kids, right? And we right, want to like right. make it real to our lives. So like, our we're gonna we're gonna argue about like how we work with kids, mm-hmm. and that was gonna relate to a bigger picture of like what is good for the world. Yeah. And then you're gonna go inside and there's like a whole house party going on. You know what I mean? And then it was gonna end with some other shit. And I, I, maybe I won't say it because maybe it'll happen one day. Um, but so so the questions, the interview questions, did you did you ask everybody the same questions? Mm-mm. So like, can you, can I have a two parter? Then can you, like, what were some of the questions you were asking people? Because you you just hear responses, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I want to. Besides, know what in the you very was. beginning, there's like me talking. Yeah. Yeah. There's you talking, but, but like, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. But like, wh- like, what did you ask? You know, everybody else. Yeah. So we so the people who got interviewed were Mike Evans. Who's like very heavily, heavily, heavily featured in the film? Yeah. Sorry, I'm just getting my Instagram live ready, guys. Yeah, go ahead. I'm going man. live. Um, yeah, you could get it ready before you answer this if you want to. No, it's fine. <laughs> it was Mike Evans who was like in the film a lot, right? And he's all over the album too. A lot of the interviews I had them for the album, and I would like find pieces I put in the album, and then later on, the cuts are in the film. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike Evans, Juan Ateo, mm-hmm. who is like a mentor to me. And, like, a long time, like, grassroots organizer in the city, especially with uh, young people, uh, youth. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Nickel, Nickel Rivera, who is one of Jules' friends, and I met them at State, and they're also organizer. Um, and, like, we kind of like picked out those people. Like, there's a list of different people, like the homie, like, Evan, you know, Evan Reapin. Like, we had thought about interviewing him. Mm-hmm. Um, the homie Jules's friend Yuriko, who like was selling prints yesterday, we had like they had thought about interviewing her. Claude, who's like a triple OG organizer, I used to work at a spot. He like runs the Freedom Archives. We thought about interviewing him. Um, 
But it came down to those three, just kind of like through just figuring, I don't know, we just felt most, com- I think Juana and Mike, we felt most comfortable with, and Nickel felt really comfortable with Jules, um, and we felt like we can get like the most, like the, like the a really true um, and honest conversation with those people. And then once we figured that out, we kind of just try to like, vi- like, we try to think about how we perceive them, like what do we see their role in the city as being, and like Juana, like, so like, when we started writing the questions, Juana was like, we were going to focus more on like political organizing questions, like, you know, like what is your... Her questions are more like, how do you feel about the city? Um, and wh- like, how do you understand the city from a political standpoint? And like, what ideologies do you see present in the city, right? Mm-hmm. Mike, we kind of asked questions that were more like, what were parties like in the city, you know? Mm-hmm. And But all the interviews eventually kind of got to like, how do you feel about the city? Um, what do you see for the city? Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you want to see for the city? Um, what makes you upset? What makes you angry? What makes you happy? What makes you nostalgic? Right? All the all the interviews are pretty similar, um, but the questions kind of varied based on like what we were trying to get out of them. Um, but I got a background in sociology, and so what I learned from that is like you want to be a very open ended. You don't want to direct the interviewee too much, right? right? right, right. So I didn't want to be like, "Do you feel sad about San Francisco?" Right? right it's more right, like, right, "How do you right, feel right. about San Francisco?" Right. right? right. Because in the moment, you might get someone being like, um, I don't know. If you say sad, they're going to talk about being sad, right? If you talk about anything, they might bring up anger, happiness, whatever, you know? So these people you mentioned, you know, are they who this is dedicated to? Yeah. I mean, I definitely thought about that shit a lot. Because, like, I don't even fucking know. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't even know who this is dedicated to. I do, right? Um, and sometimes I catch myself thinking like, this is kind of dedicated to everyone. Yeah. Um, but then there's certain people who I'm less happy with in this world and it's not really dedicated to those people. Right. So you, not individuals. Like I don't fucking like Jeff Bezos. I don't like the 1%. I don't like people who don't give a fuck about me. I don't know, but it's still dedicated to them in some way because it's fucking, it's for the world. Right. Um, but like uh, more like, go ahead. Can you undedicate? Like, can I just, (laughs) (laughs) Like, can I, I, can I choose to not be dedicated or what? Like, if you're, like, dedicated to those who, and then, like, one of those becomes Jeff Bezos in, like, 80 years, can you undedicate it? Or is it already dedicated to them? I don't know. All right, think about that. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> what is dedicating? What is the act of dedicating? Yes. I think committing yourself to a thing or idea. Or place or person. Okay, so it's like I was dedicating this project to, and so like if you like the merch, right, and some of like the the branding is like dedicated to those who go through it, dedicated to those who get burritos. Oh yeah. Dedicated to, like to those who will be there in a minute. Dedicated to those who plant seeds. So it's kind of all over the place, but it's kind of like dedicated to like. Ooh, dedicated Frisco to those who will people. be there in a minute. I yeah. like that. Let's yeah. get into that. It's kind of like my people, my friends, the people I've seen, the people I'm around, the people I've seen in <laughs> the city, you know, and then everyone who else, who anyone who's like that in any other fucking city or community. So you know all your mean? friends are from Frisco and Hello Lake. Everyone's like, yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there. Like all my rapper friends. Like, I'll be there. Yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there in a minute, you know? <laughs> I'd be on time. To so like some of it's kind of funny like that and some of it's more like. like one of the more on time as dudes, like for sure. On time as I'll fuck. Give it, I'll give that to you for sure. Thank you. So, so, but all right. So, musically, right? Mm-hmm. This album, like, what, like, how, how? I mean, how differently do you feel about this one than your past works, just on a music level? 
you know like the b tapes and yeah i mean if you feel differently at all like you know what oh, i what, feel way different yeah. yeah um i think so there's i think my projects kind of like our 33 top of the hill damn that went fucking quick holy shit um you gotta copyright your voice man no 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 i'm just saying <laughs> i fucking what's up young romel one of my former students is in here um what am i saying how do you, how, how? So there's 33 Top of the Hill, which is like my first <coughs> full project, right? I yeah. got some singles and shit, and then there's B Volume One, B Volume Two, yeah. Um, and then there's this one, B Volume One, B Volume Two were kind of just like a release. I just wanted to get those out. Like I had been like when I released those, I had made those beats like two years ago. I was like at the time, I was like playing on making a project with them, um, and I didn't do it, right? I just kept doing other shit, and then quarantine hit. And I was like, fuck it, I need to get this shit out so I can focus on like more uh, present music that I'm making, which I'm way more excited about. Um, and so 33 was kind of similar, right? I like had kind of re- reached a new level in my skill. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, when I, released 30, when I released 33 Top of the Hill, and I was like, all right, I'm excited about these beats. I crafted a fucking project. I put time into it. I made an album and I and put it out. And this was a similar si- a circumstance where like yeah. all the beats that I made um, were f- like, one of them was maybe from like two years ago. I think there was a couple beats on this project that I made like two years ago, but a lot of them were made during quarantine, you know, in the last nine months, last yeah. six months. Um, yeah. And so there's that similarity, right? Yeah. Um, I was like presently, I was making music in the present to put out a project that yeah. was in the, in the soon coming future. Um, but I think, I've, I think I just put, I have a higher skill level Right, and yeah, I think that yeah. says a lot. That that means a lot to me, right? Because yeah, yeah. for me, like as a musician, um, at the root of shit is like how happy am I with my skills, yeah. and how proud of my am I of my work? Um, and I had never been more happy and more proud of my work than with mm. with these songs. Mm. I was like, I want the world to hear this because yeah. I'm happy with it. And like that brings up the balance of being a musician. Like make shit for yourself, mm-hmm. um, but everyone wants to be seen and reflected and celebrated and, and you know, given props. Um, and I think I found a cool balance with that. Like, I'm happy with this shit, and I trust that people will fuck with it, you know? Yeah. And, and I was, I was, I felt confident in that from the beginning of making this project to now. Yeah. Um, and I put more of my heart in this shit. But similar to 33, I put a lot of my, like, my, myself into that project, right? And the same with this one. I just think I'm better now. Um, but, like, if you listen to, like, the little cuts, right, there's, like, there are some cuts where it's James Baldwin speaking about how he sees the world and I, re- I relate to it. And then there's some cuts where it's Gable laughing yeah. from recordings I have on my oh, own yeah. camera. So it's like it's my personal life that I put <laughs> yeah, into this yeah, fucking yeah. project of like, right. like it's like uh, there's one track where it ends and it's like Gable Yende costing myself dying laughing about charging 11 bucks and 99 cents oh, for right. a ticket. Yeah, <laughs> and you're not going to get that, right? Yeah, you're yeah. not going to fucking. We're, laughing, about? we're <laughs> laughing like we're going to charge like 10.99 so we get the extra <laughs> dollar. We don't got the, ten, you know, whatever the fuck. Um. <laughs> And it's hella cutty, but what you do here is people laughing, right? And that's my fucking life, and that's my laughter, and, like, that's my, you know, that's just, like, my happiness and my joy, you know? Um, and I put that into a project, and I'm, like, and there's a bunch of little moments like that, you know? There's another moment where, like, um, I have a bit of Martin MC Paz rapping yeah, outside yeah, of fucking yeah. Takadia. When he's talking about, oh, me and my homie's going to have the mic now or oh, some shit like that, yeah, right? Hello, Cuddy. It's a moment of us being kind of faded outside a fucking burrito shop, probably high too, and I'm just filming him rapping, you know, from like four years ago, yeah. and I put it in this fucking album because that's part of my life, you know, yeah. and I think that's really special. Damn, you really went deep. Yeah, I put a lot of time into like yeah. the little sound bits yeah, and like, yeah yeah, 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 and that meant a lot to me. What's the response been like? 
Um, I mean, it's pretty. Uh, it's well, it's been two days, right? Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, two, two days. Um, it's been good. Um, it's a weird world, you know. It's like I can I can almost judge the response. Like my the response nowadays is like, what how what was it like on Instagram, right, you know? Right, right, right. Um, or what were your Spotify streams like? Um, and that was it's positive, you know. Like I had like damn near eight thousand streams off the singles, and the singles carry over to your album. So I already had like eight thousand streams for the album, and now I have like ten thousand, so two thousand streams in two days. Like you know, nothing crazy, but like ten thousand in two days. Well, it's more like two thousand in two days. You know what I mean? Because I already had eight from, from the singles. The songs, yeah. yeah, that's great. I was thinking more the. Um, I was gonna get into that. Up, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean? like the well, the gallery, the gallery was a, a great way to feel the response. Um, yeah, I just wanted to say this earlier too, just to, for people who don't, who weren't there, don't know. The gallery showing was just there was a there's a gallery. What's the name of the gallery on Geary? So uh, Daniel Valencia is someone who's been doing a lot of photography for, for us. Right. A lot of my rollout with Jules and myself right. was done by was through photography by Daniel Valencia. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Le him. Sapo. Lasapo, look up Lasapo on Instagram. And fucking booking for a shoot, he's dope. Um, and him and his folks uh, have a gallery in the TL called Book and Job Gallery. Yeah. And yeah. we did a gallery show there on Saturday, yeah. yesterday. Saturday. Um, yeah, we did a show there yesterday. Yeah. And um, Flavia Mora performed and did poetry. Nicole from the film uh, performed yeah. and did poetry. I did a beat set. Mike yeah. Evans hosted it. Um, and we screened the film dedicated to those who short film, which will come out in two weeks. So it was like a pre-screening. Mm. I think that's it. Oh, yeah. And then um, Nick Dorenzi, John Harrison, uh, Daniel Valencia, and Sierra for the Kids all had the uh, photography up in the gallery. But it was all outdoors. It was just, like, it was just on like the, the yeah, windows that face the street. street. Yeah. But that street was... It was packed. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it wasn't like... It wasn't like... Socially distant. It was socially distant, distant, packed, but I don't... But it almost felt like, you know. Just got to say social distance. Like, that's like for real, for real support thing, you know. Like people want yeah. to make an effort to go and do that, you know, which is, I think there's something to be Yeah, man. So. It was, I felt honored. Um, I felt a balance of, like, the center of attention. Like, oh, these people came out for me, right? Um, but I, I felt, like, kind of, like, humbled and balanced out by the fact that it was, like, it's also Jules, right? It's their yeah. film. Um, and I think people picked up that, like, Maybe not. I just my my perspective of this project, and especially the film. Like, if you if you see any cut from the film, you start to like the film is about San Francisco, yeah. and it's about um, the people of San Francisco and their perspective of it, and how they feel about it being a changing city, a gentrified city, a city at the, like the epitome of capitalism and all these ills of today. And I think people pick up on that, and that was like that was the intention is to kind of bring up like bring out the like the the hurt here um, in a way that enlightens how much beauty is still here and i think people pick up on that and i think that's part of why people showed up and it was a lot of like our friends you know what i mean like people i hadn't seen in a while people who i usually only see at shows that we throw and we don't throw show shows anymore really um felt like a like a family reunion kind of you know? yeah. yeah a little bit yeah a lot of faces that i think people just wanted to just needed a reason to come out you know and this was a good reason to do so show like you know not persona but you know for lack of a better word 
is go away. Yeah. It's not as sharp as it was before when it was like shows are happening. You know, you kind of got the ebbs and, you know, the flow of how you fucking move around a show. You know, it's it's funny to see the pe- the groups again, too, though, when people were grouped up. Right. And shit. The funny shit, too, is also like everyone being, is everyone in mass. So it's like. It, when, it, even when I'm at, like, you know, when you're at shows, like, and it's not the pandemic, you run into people that you f- don't remember. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's like, it can't, just no excuse to not remember. Now top. they got a mask on. I'm like, oh, who is that? Who is that? <laughs> yeah, it's a little more okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, it's me. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. it's, 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 Cool. Yeah. All right. Fucking baghead. Piece of shit. Let's actually, play some music. Let's play some music. Cause oh, yeah. I need to go get my lighter. Okay, I'm gonna. Uh, we're gonna play part of this album dedicated to those who. Um, I'm just gonna start it, um, and we'll come back uh, in a little bit to you know talk about it some more. So here we go. So to ask me when am I gonna stop? or when, if I can, is to ask a question that, in a, in a sense, is its own answer. Anything can happen in art. There are no boundaries there. You help me understand. The problem of being free is a serious one. Very serious. It's profound.
I think I actually get like upset when people don't recognize what came before them and pretend like shit is all good. Cause like I, it's it's always funny to me when people are like, oh, we should have like a 1920s theme party. And I'm like, do you know what was happening in the 1920s, bruh? Like it was all bad for people that, that look like me. Prescription to those cuss fill, pushing dope in your face like a rolled up bill. Got us on roller skates trying to go uphill. My girl, tell me you don't got shade, bro. <laughs> no chance. You got toilet hard in no shade, bro. <laughs> we don't got no shade, bro. There's no refund here. simple black and white terms may be today, life is not that simple. And sooner or later, if I do my work as I should do it, when I'm needed, I'll be there. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, all right. And those are the first four tracks of Dedicated to Those Who ah, by Baghead, son. Yeah. Now... Yeah, let's get into it a little bit. So can you, can you talk to us a little about, bit about what we just heard? Yep. Those are the first four songs off the album. Mm-hmm. Um, all the beats are, like, named 
after like I named those beats in the moment. Um, that's that's how you've done all like pretty yeah. much all your all your titles. And I go in like I go in like six month phases too, where like all the beats will be called like some newish, some rough, some this right. And then after I'm like kind of feel like I'm in a new mode, a new time period. Um, I'll like start calling them be this, be that, be this, you know, so I can kind of like keep a chronolo- chronological order. Um, chronological order? Yeah. Anyways. Title? Yeah. <sighs> what am I trying to say? I don't know, but you got, yeah, Mike talking. Mm-hmm. The, um, yeah. Um, Who's talking in the beginning in that in that intro? Track? That's Tony Morrison. Yeah. So I think what I was saying before, like the break, was that like I put a lot of like energy into like trying to get like my own thoughts and feelings and energies about this world through other people's ideas and like you know sound clips and bits. Um, and I that's probably one of the more things I'm proud of proud of about this project. Like I think I was able to express myself through mm. sounds and also like mm. words. You know, obviously mm. about how I feel. Um, and that intro was Toni Morrison, and, like, I cut up her interview, like, I kind of, like, chopped it up, similar to how I sampled, like, you know, samples and shit, which is kind of interesting, um, which is pretty cool. Um, it's just, like, it starts with her being, like, like, to act, cause, like, there, she was, she got called out, um, for not writing about any other perspective besides, uh, the black perspective. She, she's a, she's, she's a black, black woman, author. right? Black author? Yeah. And um, they were just like, well, "Are you ever gonna write about someone else's perspective?" And she was kind of commenting on like the like on like the um, the the irony of it because you don't you wouldn't say that to a, a white author when they usually write about white perspective, right? Um, and it was so like the quote I got was kind of out of context, right? But she was saying like to ask me if I'm gonna stop is kind of like a rhetorical question, like any and then like I cut to her saying like anything can happen in art, anything is possible. And that kind of gets to how I feel about, like, my my own role in my life, right? My own role in this world. And, like, you know, I have a little bit of history in, like, political work. Um, I have, right, I got some history there. I have some history in youth work. But, like, right now I feel most inclined to be an artist, right? I, I have a passion for other for other things, right? And I look for ways to keep that passion, like, present in my life. But, like, my focus and my dreams are all focused and, like, intentionally focused on my music, um, and to a certain extent, there's no rhyme or reason to it. Like, I just trust that, like, I love my music and I want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then mm-hmm. trying to get more grounded in, like, what can I do with that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I know the world is a pretty ugly place. And hearing her say that, like, I don't really have the answer yet, right? There are certain ways I can kind of, like, explain, like, uh, we could raise money and then give the money to a certain organization. Or, um, the words that we use in our music will inspire the new generation, right? Um, to, but I think past that, like, I don't really understand my role quite yet with music and how it's going to change the world. And I think everyone has the opportunity to take a responsibility to change the world in the way they see fit or just be the person they want to be. And that can be a positive influence on the world. Um, but hearing her say that, I was like, yeah, like, I'm not going to stop. You know what I mean? Um, and anything is really possible if I put my intention and my dedication, you know, no pun intended, into this music. Um, and then it gets to her being like, Freedom is a very profound question to me. That's what she said, right? You know, freedom. freedom. The question of freedom is, you know, it's heavy. Um, and I think that's what we're missing in this world. I don't think we're a free people, you know, I think. And some others, some are less free than others. 
But I think overall, like, we're not free. You know what I mean? Um, and I think, for me, I think everything has a role, but my role is using music to create that freedom mm-hmm. and enlighten how we're not free, you know? And I think especially working with MCs and being able to use sound clips like this, it's like you can make people feel that truth. You know what I mean? I think, uh, I think hearing those words over that kind of ominous beat um, can stir up a lot. You know what I mean? And I think I'm trying to do that with this album. Is like there's some things I want. I want to sit kind of more heavy. Like question: Are we free? You know? Do you think we're free? And then the other parts of the album, I'm like, enjoy your life, right? Or I, there are there are more brighter sounds and ideas in the album. You know? And I want this album to kind of like give people an opportunity to feel the spectrum of what they need to feel mm-hmm. in their life. Um, so that's what the intro is. The intro is kind of like, what is freedom? You know? Are we free? What can you do with your life? What can I do with my art? And then, and it's funny because, like, that album, the first track is called If It Doesn't Matter. Mm-hmm. And, like, I've been kind of, like, wrestling with that idea of, like, the very, like, uh, existential question of, like, what does it all mean, you know? Like, mm-hmm. and um, if nothing matters and, you know, everything matters kind of idea. I don't even know what the fuck that means, really, but it means something to me. Like, if, if you know, like, we're all going to die. It's not going to matter one day, but, like, we're here right now, so fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, you get to pick that it matters, so make it matter. Right. Or don't and get the fuck out the way, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next one is, like, sometimes it's gone. Um, that is just a very dreamy beat. I think it offers a place to, like, kind of relax and chill out, um, but it ends with Mike being, like, it he says, like, sometimes he gets annoyed. Like, sometimes I get annoyed when people act like, um, what does he say? Fuck. Sometimes I get annoyed when people act like it's all good, you know, when when they pretend like, you know, it's all good. He's like, and he's kind of like, and he kind of brings up, like, some of our, the San Francisco high school scene where, like, there'd be some uh, problematic parties, right? And he was like, He's like, yeah, you know, we could throw a 1920s party. And he's, you know, Mike, as a black man, I was like, you know what's happening in the 1920s? Like, it was all bad for people that looked like me. And just kind of enlightened that, like, the city is a place where this ignorant-ass shit happens, um, and the world is too. And I think it's just, I f- it felt like a comedic way to kick you into shape to think about how there are, there's a lot of ignorance around us. Um, yeah. yeah. And then the third song is called What's the Love For Then? You know what I mean? Um, once again, these are all fucking song titles that I named them in the moment. Uh, it's not even like there's a real intention behind it. It's just kind of like the thoughts I, I was having. That's your style though, right? Yeah. Yeah, I can, I can just already, like every time I see a title, I'm like, I just see that in the finder. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. These titles actually have words. Yeah. So Why well, I kind of like I separated it, separated them out into like whole sentences. Oh right, they're like yeah. whole phrases, I guess. Yeah right. Um, Sometimes it just be gibberish. You mentioned like. Otherwise, other satchels, other uh, the other beat tape satchels beats be like. What if you only? Know? <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you do with your friends? Dot <laughs> 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 Be- JPEG MP3. Yeah, beeper. <laughs> <laughs> Um, That's the fourth one? Oh, go ahead, sorry. Uh, well, I was just going to say, like... Yeah, my back. I, I can kind of rant. I'm not always no, sure where I'm going. So if you guys have questions, that's probably better for me. We love when people rant. We love when people rant. <laughs> <laughs> Some but ready also, hosts. I want to know your deepest thoughts, you know? And the best yeah. way to get there is to fucking have people... Yeah, I was I, the other day I was saying that, like, sometimes I rant about how I feel about myself and, like, 
in the rant, I'm like saying things I don't even mean. I'm like, I don't fucking know. I'm just like trying to rant it That's out. That's the feeling of taking the thoughts. Just sometimes. get it out. Yep. You know. Um. <laughs> so you said the word frustration. Ooh, I thought. Um, that's a good word. Yeah. Uh, frustrated. Um, and I think I was gonna link it a little better, but I'm just gonna. So, with your own work, um, I'm sh- like with. Whenever I try to do something creative, I definitely find myself being frustrated with my own creative outlet or yeah. whatever, right? Yeah. So, and I'm sure it happens to everybody, but mm-hmm. um, uh, how do you get over that? I just fucking smash my head against the wall, dude. <laughs> like, I, like yeah, I, 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 I kind of already had this to a certain extent maybe two years ago, not as much as I do now. Um, but actually, Jules was someone that enlightened me. I think a lot of times we'll be having conversations at shows or with people you meet. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, I make music for fun, like not too serious. Or like, I just like, I'll, I'll wait till I'm inspired to make music. And you should when you're inspired to make music, you know what I mean? But you have to make music or you have to, I think you have to develop a practice to, if you want to take your passion and, and, your, and your skill to new levels, you, I believe you have to, one way to do it, one way I'm doing it is engage with it consistently. And a lot of time is going to be when you don't want to. You're going to procrastinate over things that, t- that are harder to do. It's easier to watch TV and fuck off. Um, and, you know, in this life, you should fuck off sometimes. But sometimes, like, the harder things, the things that, like, have a delayed gratification are going to take time to get to, you know. It's like, you know, if you want to be in shape or you want to eat healthy, you have to take time to learn how to be in shape and then do it. Dedicated, you got to so be dedicated, you know. So, like, so right. So, it's just like. You have to go make music when you don't want to, or you have to go make music when you're tired, you know? And then sometimes you'll be fucking lit, and you're like, I want to go make music. And you go make music, and it's cracking, you know what I mean? <laughs> and sometimes you're like, fuck this. I don't want to do this, but I'm going to go do it anyways, you know what I mean? Can yeah. you talk about, like, can we talk about those moments? Which, yeah, when you don't want to do it? Yeah. Yeah, every time I sit down to make music. All right, so let's Cause talk, about, for, go talk about, like, when you're making music with people, and you don't want to do it. What's that like? Huh, that, I mean, very, like, specific to me, it's just, like, I, like, sometimes I'll make beats when someone's around, right? But usually, like, my creative process is I'm making beats by myself in my room, right? When I'm around people, I'm, like, making a song, right? Mm -hmm. And that's more me, like, showing them beats, um, and they pick one. But uh, more lately, like, I try to make, like, if I know I'm going to the studio for, like, six hours so that someone else can record over my beat, um, I make sure I have the tools so that I can kind of like hop off to the side and make my own shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can be uh, more inspiring, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. um, when I'm in my house by myself, a break or stopping, I'm just like, all right, I'm, I'm going to stop. And then I'm just there in my room. Whereas if I stop and I'm in a studio full of people, I can engage with fucking pause <coughs> or f- whoever, you know? Um, or I can take a step. I don't know. It's just there's more, I guess, uh, stimuli or stimulus you know, when there's more people around you when you're by you know and that can be a fucking lesson about being okay by yourself but I think being around people can bring up a lot more uh, different kinds of energies you know can definitely rile you up and it can be a good way to take a break yeah, yeah. you know speaking about um, you know working with other people um, you've worked with a lot of people at this point and what <laughs> how do you go about 
um, giving out your beats or like say somebody who you don't want on your beat, <laughs> not because you know, just because it's yeah. like, um, you know, it's just not what I'm looking for on the beat. Let's say, you know, keep it simple. So like, what do I do when someone reaches out to me that like, I don't want to work with? Or just like, yeah, you you know, you just don't want. You're like, ah, oh, that song, I or just I don't really want him on my beat. Or as simple as that, you know. Does that does that happen? I yeah, know, of it's course. A little, it's a yeah. little juicy, yeah. loaded question, but you know, I just, I'm sure. Are you asking like just in general that just concept? collaborative shit? Like, what if it's like, you know, you're like, it's just not the vibe I'm going for, you know. So you're saying what, like when they already record it and I hear it, they record it, I'm like, I don't like it? Or like before they... Yeah, record. like how do you go about telling somebody like whether they even they have it and they've done some, something on, on it already right. or you just not... I mean, it's like, yeah, so I guess like if someone reaches out to me and I'm not really excited about working with them, um, I could be a cat. I've known a cat. I've, I've known to be a cat. I'm catting on like four people right now. You know what I mean? Um... So there's that. It's not like a, I'm not super proud about it, but like I just won't send them shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, and like I don't want those people to stop making music. Stop yeah. making music. Yeah, yeah, I don't want them to stop. I just like for me in my role right now, like I'm not excited about making music with you. Yeah. And but even then, I'll send them. Like you know, there's been times where I'm not super juiced, but um, I'll send beats over, right? But I'm not gonna send my favorite ones. You know, mm-hmm. I'll save my favorite ones for people I want to work with. Yeah. Um, I'm still figuring it out. I'm a young ass producer. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how to be respectful, but also professional and like not kiss ass, but also right. not be a duke douche. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, yeah. I just ask because it's if you know. It's, I feel like I would have trouble navigating something like that. You know, or like yeah. you know, if you yeah. d- had an experience, you're like, I don't want to go back to that. But you know, and it's I, I figure it's it's happened, yeah. I'm figuring know, it out. So you know, I mean, one thing that has happened, like uh, that I've done. I just tell people like my I'm like like my capacity is kind of at the limit right now, so I don't really have the ability to send you beats or get in the studio with you. Um, and I, you know, I wish you all the well. And what do they say? For sure. Yeah, I mean, what else you know what I mean? Say, I um, like I had one person. Um, I did the if you slide challenge, right? I was gonna bring that up. I did the if you slide challenge, and I didn't post every single person that put them up, uh, and it was my own opinion, right? And one mm-hmm. person did one. And I wasn't super juiced by it. And I don't know this person that well, right, at all, actually, besides Instagram. And I didn't post it. And I think when he sent it in, I was like, just to let you know, I got a lot coming in, so I'm not going to post all of them. You know what I mean? And then later on, he, like, asked me. He's like, I see you still posting these. Like, how come you didn't post mine? And I was like, I was looking for a certain caliber. Um, and I don't I, – I keep making music. You know what I mean? Yeah. Much love. I appreciate you. You know, that's yeah. it. And he was like, I wasn't planning on stopping right on. I was like, ooh. That's it. You know, like, I'm don't sure stop anybody. Yeah, like I, stop, maybe I was wrong to do that, uh, but that's what no, I did. You know what I mean? No, that's no. what I did. You know, it's a uh, it's a hard thing to fucking navigate. You know, and yep. um, you know, picking your time is a crucial um, thing. You need to, you know, get good at, right? And it's it's hard to it's hard to say no sometimes. You know? Yeah. I'm trying to figure out how to say no in a respectful way, but like, yeah. I, it's good though. No, go. It's no, good go, go, go. though, because um, we should start saying no more. Yeah. Like, just people. You know? I feel like people are all yeah. nice and shit, and they're kind of 
I'm really yeah. sick of like, yeah, bro, let's let's collab, let's link, we'll do a project, we'll do this. I don't mind that as much as I'm just mind. Uh, well, wait, well, like, what like, you... like, like, like when someone does something on a song, or or someone sends in a submission like that, people being like, nah, you should, like, you know, try again or something like that. Mm. You know what I mean? Or you know, or like maybe like. No, you didn't make it this time. Or, like, Whatever. rewrite the verse or something. But that's a good learning tool. Yeah. And kind of just, yeah. move, like, yeah. keeps everybody sharp kind of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's like a fine line between, you know, um, telling somebody how to do their job, but also, uh, you know, trying to keep people on point and keep people around you. Like, you know, let's bring each other up and, like, you know, tell each other when we could do something better, you know what I mean? And it's, it's hard because it, a lot of times it can come off as, you know, uh, uh, like, you know, I don't know. Like, you know, you, you kind of have to have a build your own thick skin in a way, you know, and take nothing too personally. Because at the end of the day, you just got to know that you're the shit, right? And yeah. you're going to fucking, because you are. Everybody listening to this, you're the shit, you know? Yeah. Because everybody is. Welcome, Relic. Everybody's the shit. Everybody's the shit. You know, everybody's the shit. What about Jeff Bezos, Satchel? He's not the shit. <laughs> he's he he's not the shit, but he's like the shit at that, I guess. You know, there's different interpretations of the word of the sh- being the shit, but he's also a shit. So <laughs> you know, fuck him. Definitely be the shit and a shit. Yeah, he's a shit. You but know. um, about the album. Um, maybe we could go into more songs before we get into this, but mm-hmm. what is something that, like, what is that, what is it that you're trying to get, what is, not, obviously music has many themes and messages, but what is a central theme that you sort of want to transcend through time with this project? A, yeah, no, not good, the... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think this album is like dedicated to those people who put effort into making this world a better place, and that can look a lot of different ways. Okay, so I like that. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So like, what's like like this? Y- you don't have to know this. Okay, this is a very obscure question, but I ask it to pretty much everybody that comes here. Mm-hmm. What is like? Like, if this was, like, like you know how, like, some, sometimes you make something and it's, like, and it turns out you invented cars. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. By accident. Like, obviously this is more introspective than that, but what is this kind of tool? Is this, like, soap? You know what I mean? Like, do you want people to, like, use it to, like, bec- make the world a better, like, place? Unconditional Jeez. love. Okay, cool. And I think, like, that's a very vague idea, right? Okay, I like um, that. No, 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 that's central. That's the yeah. theme. Unconditional love. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, um, I wanted to ask about your merch. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. There's merch out along with this album. Um, but it's the first batch of merch you've put out right mm-hmm. yeah. yeah besides like tapes and cds yeah right first, like, like clothing. Yeah, um, clothing all designed by cereal for the kids mm-hmm. yes. so, yeah so what was it like to 
put Close out with this album as well. It was sick. Yeah. Yeah, it was like another uh, thing to get excited for. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the gallery, the merch, the, re- the release, the video, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Different things to be excited for. Um, and people, and it's, it's some Yeah, it's been positive. I've sold, I've sold a good amount of merch. People yeah. like it a lot. I think I've like, uh, the merch has the, brand on it right and it has yeah. different versions of the brand like the sweater says dedicated to those who want to kill the system um and it's like a s- dedicated to those who want to kill the system okay. um so it's kind of like you know if you're angry at the world for its isms um this is a sweatshirt for you yeah. <laughs> um, it's a silhouette of, it's a silhouette of mike and in the silhouette is a picture of um a black panther with a megaphone speaking to a crowd but then it's it's a collage piece and um the rest of his silhouette is um there was this hotel called the i hotel in uh, manila town there used to be a manila town in uh, san francisco um full of filipino folks and there was like a hotel there that was basically like a, a um a community space for especially filipino elders where was it uh it's like soma okay yeah um I believe so. And then uh, they wanted to break it. They, they tore it down and built a fucking uh, the commercial building there. And uh, before they did that, though, there was a fight to um, have that not happen. And there was uh, several nights of unrest and rebellion there. And one night there was like seven rows of people uh, all linked in arms. Uh, out surrounding the entire block um so like hundreds of people thick so that cops couldn't get through to (laughs) throw people out and it's a picture of all them all linked up that was it's hella sick it's crazy um that's the sweater the tote bags one of them says um dedicated to those who want to plant or dedicated to those who plant seeds take with that what you will um the other one is dedicated to those who will be there in a minute and then the T-shirt is uh, a little home with crazy colors, and it's dedicated to those who found a home. Mm-hmm. And that's all the merch. And then on the back of like the totes and the white tees is like dedicated to those who slap with the windows down, dedicated to those who eat burritos, mm-hmm. dedicated to those who, and then like the rest of the ones I just said, maybe some more. Um, so I think with those seven sentences, you kind of get a feel for what this project is for. You know yeah. what I mean? And the merch is trying to like kind of spread that idea. You know? Yeah. yeah. Yep. I like Fuck the yeah. Tote bags. Totes. Yeah. Totes. What do you, What do you put in tote bags? You put clothes. Records. You can put books. You can put records. I feel like hella people who. I think of like oranges. You can put food uh, to go. <laughs> you can put some food to Maybe go. Like some oats. Some oats. Um, <laughs> one some like one steak. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when you go to like the expensive. Yeah, meets yeah. place and you get like you one go to the butcher. Small you go to the butcher. Yeah, like the, the whole butcher. place is the butcher. And you got a yeah, you got okay, some. Okay, Jai, fancy guy over here. Yeah, you know, you got a long <laughs> vegetable sticking out of it. Yeah, you exactly. Know. You got like a fucking like a carrot, big celery, a carrot but with the green thing still on it. Yeah, exactly. Hanging out, you know, you came from the farmers market. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe an iPad. <laughs> Maybe an iPad too. Who is that? I don't know, but he's sending love, I guess. That was kind of weird. Um, yeah. Should we listen to some more? Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. And then analyze it. And then 
micro analyze. Hold up, chill. Why real life feels so unreal. Shout out to A1 oh, yeah. for that. Yeah. That's probably one of my favorite songs. That's probably my favorite song on the album. Great right. song. And this, uh, this next one is What If You Slipped, which was a single. Too. Yes. That is this a single. Is you might have heard this before.
shit is that shit. Bro, I got stuck in Chinatown last night. Somebody will come in here and clean up behind us. 
never know they That's what America is about. A bunch of trifling nonsense. The sad part about it is you don't know it. Keep your sneakers tight. Feel the pressure from your people, right? They don't know about your sleepless nights. Nice. You ain't gon' get it till you see it right.
sleepless nights. tracks from dedicated to those who bought bag head um what are some words in your head when you listen to this album tonight right here in the studio oh, just off top good questions it's not the pr- it's not the written in stone some water dude water for sure um Fucking up, friends and radio. Been here a long time, long time coming, full circle. Good job, me. Good job, friends. Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. fucking know. Good, <laughs> good job, bag. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Yo, um, this is a really good album, man. Thanks. Thank you for making it. You're very welcome. It's My pleasure. Uh, I like to use it for unconditional love. <laughs> Gable, oh, yeah. do you have any um, favorite studio moments? Oh yeah, definitely. Let me think for a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean Baghead's it's fun working with Baghead because he kind of um gets he lets me kind of just like um I'm a very just like strange person. And like <laughs> I just like like you know, I feel I like to if it, it, it's it's a fun experience record like you know I, I i feel like i record in a lot of different kind of environments you know uh-huh, uh-huh, a lot yeah. of different studios different yeah, engineers yeah, yeah. so it's fun to record with friend like satchel because i can just fuck around more which makes me more kind of less anxious to just do the the verse, cause a lot, cause my my instinct is just be like, all right, write it, record it, I'm done. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but it's nice to just, it's, it's good to like, I feel like I could ask him what he thinks. I don't uh, feel like bad about hearing what he has to say. Right, right. If he doesn't like something, he usually likes stuff though. <laughs> but, admi- but uh, <laughs> he's like, not nah, do it all again. But, um, but, um, but a moment. When did, did we, what, what did we, re- what's, we record, oh, dude, well, I mean, of course, your fucking Daily City house. Oh, yeah. First time we Max recorded Blip. anything. Oh, when you're, when, oh, when Rachel, Rachel came was down. pregnant with yeah. your sister. Oh, I just, we hotboxed the shit out of my. We used to be able to smoke down there. I thought I could smoke, yeah. Really? We used to be able to smoke down there in, um, uh, in the room? Yeah. It was like yes and no kind of thing. Yeah, it was kind of like. But at that point, like I thought it was good, and we like hotboxed our room hella tough, and Rachel was pregnant with like with Ella. Oh no. And she like came like it was a hotbox ass room. She was like she like knocked the door like what are you guys doing like. Yeah, she's like I can smell the smoke from here. You gotta stop. And I was like oh shit, my bad. I didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how we recorded. That was when we recorded Max Spliff off the light bulb. Yeah. Max Spliff, that song. So many That's a trippy song. song. Kind of do that polycene elephant fly. I am that kind. Yep. I'm the type of dude that probably see an elephant fly. Would you believe me if I told you that I saw an elephant fly? No. <laughs> yeah, what no. if I told you that it was the <sighs> elephant in the room? Yeah, I believe you. <laughs> I feel like what's has gone now? Like you address the elephant in the room? You know? Depends on what you mean by, uh... Hey. Hey. Yes, yes, radio hey, people's hey, radio hey. family. Shout out to the archivist. Shout out to archivist. Shout out to MC Paz. Um, you know, they know Baghead. Baghead, do you want to kind of like, you know, like how you kind of took us through the beginning, a couple songs? We yeah, should, we I, a few more songs. You gotta just do me a favor because there's so like there's definitely a lot of shit I love to talk about. Let me let me just name. So some I mean, of them what's what's the love for? Then I think that's Adam rapping, and like I love the idea that he he his uh his his hook is hold up chill why real life feels so unreal and i'm in love with that shit i think um a lot of times this world feels fucking weird and out of place and out of pocket and trippy and i think that chorus gets to that pretty well uh what if you moved on is the next one there's not much to that oh yeah that's uh this fucking uh james baldwin talking about like he talks about like you gotta kind of get sift through all this you know, and, and try to become yourself. And I think me as an individual, as an artist, as a person, like I'm always trying to become myself. That's always been a struggle for me, I think, as it is for anyone or for a lot of people. Um, and so I put that in there. And then at the end of that song, he talks about like very intense ideas, like, you know, that the role of an artist in a sense uh, is to enlighten what we are in, you know, what are, what is our reality. Um what is at the root of it that's making it foul, you know, and how do we address it? And I think there are often times where an artist's perspective can enlighten it, but it's not used in the moment. And when he's saying, like, when the Holocaust does come, my only hope is that my work can be of, can be of use. Mm. Um, and obviously, I don't want to think about the worst thing that happened, but my hope is that my art can spark some action or some something that will make the world a better place, you know, as I keep harping on that idea. Um, hopefully now or maybe later, you know. More likely many actions. 
Right. Yeah. You know, and I think as a as a producer, you know, a lot of my shit is very it's just it's nonverbal. You know, it's I think it's kind of more like a place to tap in to what you are feeling and motivates you to do what you want to do and do what you need to do. You know what I mean? Um, what's the after that one? What if you slipped? Right. What if you slipped is next. That's what it, that, the James Baldwin shit is. Yeah, what if you yeah, moved yeah, on? What if you yeah, slipped? Yeah. There's not too much going on there besides like a very like hopeful, heart wrenching piano lick. Um, as far as I can remember, I always forget because I put a lot of shit in these songs. And then the next one is well, some days some I days woo. I woo. I think that's, I think that's um, my favorite one. Yeah, that one's cool. That's um, Brycon flipped that shit uh, first for a Cypher and Equipto. Uh, yeah. Single and I flipped it better. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, um, and that's some like super cutty shit in that one. Um, there's like Juana talking, right? That's more obvious. She's like, when I think of San Francisco, I think about loyalty. Um, I think about the hyphy moments. I think about a lot of love. I also think about the sorrow, the sadness, you know, the loss. Um, and it's just like her saying those things over this like energized or kind of melancholy beat. Um, and then there's a super cutty thing I put in there. I, I went onto YouTube. I looked at like 2014 uh, Giants World Series riots. And I took like a clip of people throwing bottles and yelling at cops. And it's like if you listen to the beats, like just sounds like that's it. Um, but like for my life, like that was the first moment I really like saw an explosive moment of like we hate this fucking bitch ass city and we love this fucking city and it was like i was like i felt that moment and i saw it very vividly and i always remember that fucking night and i just put that in the fucking album super cutty you know what i mean so yeah i mean it's just like there was a lot of fucking anger that night and there was a lot of like i don't care about anything you know people were doing donuts and yeah. burning fires and yeah breaking i saw some fool like the first thing i saw was people run through the streets and then someone take a skateboard and, and bust out some fucking tech bus lights and windows and i was like oh i just like felt that i was like oh that was that was dope and that's there's a lot to that you know it was a simple action but like it was you know people are mad in this fucking city you know and later on mike talks about how well i think in the film it's in the film it's not in the album Mike talks about like part of the reason as like a generation or just a people of San Francisco, the reason we're so nostalgic is because we're unhappy with what we have right now. You know, we're very caught up in like, remember the days when this and that, or remember that place. Because like we, what we see now is disgusting us. Not everything, but a lot of what we see is disgusting. You know what I mean? It's foul. Um, so we kind of like look to the past a lot. I think the next one if is... you were trying to flip a dollar. Yeah, that one, there's some more shit. Yeah, I mean, I put, like, I put Schoolboy Q's acapella in there just because, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was fun. You know, it kind of, it bounced nice over the beat. Um, he's talking about trying to flip a dollar, and that's part of my life. I'm trying to make music my fucking career. I'm trying to get a bag, bag head. You know what I mean? And that's part of my, that's part of me right now. You know what I mean? So I put that in the album as well. Um, and then later on, there's, like, a... Very, very, very cutty, like, person talking about, like, you know, we're at war. And it's, like, it was a Sandinista, like, a person who was in the, on, like, the, um, who fought in, like, the Nicaraguan Civil War um, for, like, the, com for communist, for the people, the People's Party. Um, 
and he's like, like he was just like he's just like we're waging a war. And the way I felt like in this city, in this world, in this present reality, there's a war going on. You know, um, there was a war between hate and love, between uh, money and community, whatever. How you the fuck you want to see it, right? There's something very wrong happening. There always has been something very wrong happening from my perspective in this world you know from the inception of like a modern day civilization especially in this like in like the, maybe the more modern day capitalistic society like i believe there's always been something disgusting and wrong you know with what's going on um that's what i see um and so that's like that's why i put him saying that um and what's the la oh yeah the next part is like hella cutty as well like there's like two old ass ladies talking right and it's um it's a it's a Holocaust survivor and then a, a former teenage um, like Nazi youth. You know what I mean? And they're they're like like 80, 90 years old and they're talking. Um, it was just a trippy video. Like they're talking to each other and one thing they say is like, "Do you think that we're scared of each other?" And she's like, "Yeah, I think we are scared of each other." But they weren't like angry, nothing like that. You know what I mean? They were just like. The way I related is that, like, especially, like, you know, everything for me in this album kind of relates to the city, and everything I see in the city, I can kind of see, like, relating to, like, a larger world, and I think we're a very standoff, especially the people our age, we're very standoffish, right? Mm -hmm. We don't like to fuck, like, we, uh, we'll talk to each other, but like, we're very, like, critical of each other, you know what I mean? We're not quick to, like, trust one another, we're not quick to be open to one another, we're very quick to be like, I don't know what the fuck that is, I'm not going to make what eye contact. There's, there's, there's a lot to it. You can look at, like, the present times of gentrification, maybe, or you can just look at it like that's what it is in this fucking world, you know? Um, I um, think phones, we're very socially awkward and socially anxious, you know? Socially, like, hyper-aware of ourselves, and we think everyone's staring at us, you know what I mean? think about anxiety? I think everyone has that shit, and we mm -hmm. don't know how to deal with it because we have a bunch of instant reaction shit to take us away from it. I don't know. Do you think that people have always had anxiety? Hell yeah. But like... It's an anxious-ass world. Right. But yeah. is it more of a thing now? I think there's more conversation around it. I think there's more visibility around it. I think there is... It's a different thing. Uh, I, I'm not even the greatest person to talk. I'm sure there's like a, like a great way to speak on it. Uh, from someone who's a little more knowledgeable on it. You know what I mean? But from my perspective, like, yeah, obviously people are talking about it a lot more. I think there's to a certain extent it's like a trend, you know what I mean? There's a trend to be fucking it's like, you know, like everyone wants to be the the person who's got shit going on, I think a little bit. Um and anxiety is a really easy one to talk about. But I do think everyone kind of wrestles with that shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think you see it in ev like everyone's eyes. Yeah. That moment of like uh, looking at me, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think everyone has that shit, um, and that's, I mean, like, and just to see two, like, a, the ex an extreme example was a fucking Holocaust survivor and a former Nazi to talk to each other when they're nine years old and, like, feel awkward around each other, um, and I just felt like that's what we do every day, you know? You so know what it's gives interesting. me anxiety? Huh. Uh, eating food at, like, parties. Oh. oh yeah, you were saying you don't like to ask for food. I don't like asking people. Yeah, that makes sense. What, what do you mean, like, like if there's food out, you don't want to like? Yeah, I probably won't like go. I might like eat it like if no one's huh. there, but huh. like I won't like get in line and get food. Huh? You just like don't like you 
like I just feel don't like the lo- I don't yeah I feel like I'm imposing uh, yeah 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 I, I feel that you know because it's hard it is hard to be especially when it's a place where you, you're not the mo- you know like you know. even in like places where I know everybody <clears throat> huh I'll do it more but like I I still like won't want to do it as much huh interesting yeah. alright what's the next song um some newish did we play it yet yeah. Yeah, we played it. We got, it was like I don't put. I think uh, at the end of that, I think Monk's talking about um. It was like July Fourth, and he was like, "I mean, I was in Chinatown, I got stuck, and just like I just put moments in my life in this album, and I'm happy about that." You know what I mean? Cutty shit. You can't really h- tell what he's saying. What if you couldn't get it right though? Um. Not, not though, but what if you? That one's right? like I got a lot of remixes, right? I take like, like that's a Young Thug acapella for like mm-hmm. four bars, mm-hmm. and I think. It offers another way to add bounce to music. I love trap shit, right? But I think um, bounce, bounce, like bounce. that's that's a slow ass, moody ass, wavy beat, lo-fi as fuck. Um, but then you hear Young Thug on it, and it kind of like it grooves a little harder. I just like to like offer different styles to certain styles that are fucking saturated. You know what I mean? I think uh, commercial hip hop is fucking dope, but it's one thing, and I think it's fun to like throw acapellas of pop ass songs and trappy ass songs over like beats that uh still offer a fucking platform for that shit to kind of ride and bounce you know what i mean so yeah. i have fun doing that does uh, that happen where you, you like there's like a beat you don't want to put out but then you heard somebody rapping on it and just you're like oh i'm down because that actually nah. I've, I've i mean i definitely have people who are like i like that beat i'm like i don't like that beat you know what i mean um uh, what? Uh, I guess you can't hear it because it's speaking. He's cool though, because it's still being recorded. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, <coughs> fuck. I've definitely had moments where I play beats for people and they pick the ones I wouldn't think they would pick. And I always play the ones I wouldn't think they would pick because it happens, you know what I mean? Um, but even when they pick the ones that I, I, I usually don't change my mind. I yeah. usually am like, I don't like this beat, but I'm happy you do. So yeah. go ahead. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you sneak a cheat. Ah, that's just a hard ass beat, man. <laughs> but it's called it's called <laughs> if you said, if, if you sneak a cheat cuz um uh like usually I only sample shit that I have on record. Oh, um, yeah. but yeah. as of late I'm like fuck that. I'm going to flip whatever I have at my disposal. Right. So um well, I was but- I was watching a uh, fucking and I was like I had like an hour and I didn't want to fucking spend time looking for shit. And we had just talked about the Rhythm Roulette Ninth Wonder. And oh, I yeah, just yeah. took, I was like, one of the songs that he flipped, I just took it. Oh, and I was yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to flip it my own way. Oh, uh, yeah, and that's yeah, what I did. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, um, just on that topic, though, like, you said you're kind of like, fuck that, don't limit yourself type. But, like, what what uh, what uh would you consider cheating? You know? I don't know. I mean, I guess, like, yeah, it's kind of like that me naming it that makes it seem like I thought I was cheating but I don't think I was cheating but I still struggle with it I'm like I kind of did just use yeah. a song that Ninth Wonder fucking flipped and flipped right. it you know what I mean so like I don't have a definite answer I do think people like I, I, I don't know how, how I feel about Splice Splice right. like Splice will just give you a right. fire ass 8 bar loop yeah, and then just... Splice is like a fucking library of everything 
You can look up F minor like, flute and it'll just give you uh, endless shit. Like got, like you can look up like BPM you can key, look up fucking Smino type loop and it'll just give you a yeah, bunch of synth right, loops right. that sound like Smino. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, and it's fun and shit, but like I just feel like it's kind of stifles creativity a little yeah, bit. Yeah, um, yeah. But it's good for practice. And also, I'm not gonna s- knock anything that comes out of that because if it slaps, it slaps. I don't give a fuck. You know? Yeah, yeah. I just don't, I don't really use it. That's yeah. kind of it. You know what I mean? Like how much of that like you know purist traditionalist mentality do you think we should be listening to in our head Ooh, um good question <laughs> yeah i don't know it's hard it's hard yeah it's definitely know. um it just it also depends on your art form like for if for producers it's very specific right as a purist yeah. mc like you're gonna rap how you rap and you're gonna be influenced by other fucking people but producers, producers, it's more of a thing. producers like, will you go find the record There's and will you rules. dig or will you be a YouTube? You know what I mean? No, yeah, uh, or like, I don't got no rules. samples, like no samples, bro. Like, you guys have a lot of rules, like unspoken um, rules. And I really hate the whole like. I mean, this was like big on Twitter, like maybe two weeks ago, and like people were talking shit about sampling. And I was like, they were like, yeah, they were just like, bro, if you use samples, like you're, you're just copying other people's work. And I was like, if that's how you feel, then you don't know about sampling, you know? And that's fine. Um, and then other things like people like, will like really talk up like, oh, like no, no samples in this fucking, in this project, which is like, I don't think it's a bad thing to, uh, be proud of that. I just, it brings up the question, like, do you feel better than other producers because you have no samples? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, just cause like you probably like, uh, that's, uh, that's I just like the whole um, not getting uh, – you just avoid a lot of court. Yeah. Uh, like copyright shit. Yeah. Not, and not that I know a whole lot, but I'm pretty sure like Mad Lib and Alchemist, they don't clear shit. Yeah. You know they, what I mean? They must clear some oh, things. Yeah. Or, they, or they just – That's what I heard. And I heard Mad Lib has gotten sued a whole fuckload. And I'm like, but fuck I mean, it. I mean, if he can get – Okay. Yeah, he has yeah, huh. to. He gets sued for so much. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I also wouldn't <laughs> put it past them to like make so much that like they just pick the shit that doesn't cause. You also gotta be really, really obvious about what you're chopping. Yeah. Right. To get sued. Yeah. Or, or you're using because uh, this, or a bigger thing is a lot of the artists that I sample are have no fucking label. There's no one representing them. They're just like a lost fucking cumbia record. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's no one gonna, no one gonna be like, what the fuck? You took that cumbia loop from 1967 off so-and-so from Cuba. I don't know. You know what I mean? And I'd be down to break those fools if I ever make enough money to, like, like it, that it's fair for me to break them off. Then fuck you, yeah, I'm down. What you if they're, what if it turns out that they're Jeff, like, Jeff Bezos <laughs> is their only living, uh, Whatever. Then I'm a d- next money collector. Then I'll probably, I'll probably lose in court. <laughs> For sure. Wait. So, I, I, I just remembered that, like, there was that there a while ago. Uh-huh. You. Some you got a huge pile of records just like to fill, right? Like there's there's there's. A day you were like, oh, dude, I just got all these records. Like you came home with like oh. a billion, like boxes, like years ago, years and years ago, right? Do you remember that? Yeah, like, there's a lot of your records. Like you, you bought a lot of them. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like no, no, no. The fool, shipping. the guy, a uh, family friend who gave me my turntables yeah. also gave me a fuckload of records. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Have Have you gone through all those? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, for sure. Yeah. What I'm really bummed about is I gave away a bunch of like the fucking like 
house and EDM music that he had. Oh, because you didn't like. I wasn't into. I was just like, I just want to sample shit, and now I'm like, dude, that shit is. I gave her the fucking ZOMR, and I'm not gonna get it back ever. So that's yeah. Damn. I could ask for it back, but I just I don't really give a fuck too. But yeah, that shit was tight. Yeah. Um, It's just funny that it's kind of like an interesting, uh, you know, perspective on how your view of your music and just music in general changed. You know. You mean like like what I can sample? Just back then, you were like, I don't want. That, you know, yeah, like I mean, you know, um, like you didn't, yeah, I definitely yeah. learned a lot about house. Well, not out shit, I don't know, fuck about house, but like I got introduced to the sound of house music and like footwork music and juke music and just like the like, large umbrella of like electronic music that isn't just fucking from my perspective, yeah. dubs. Like, I don't like dubstep yeah. and like, like, like the kind of EDC that's like at a fucking like yeah. Las Vegas shit. Yeah. I don't like hate it, it's just not my shit, but like yeah. the like. Footwork music and house music, yeah, like yeah, that shit is dope. House, like that know. shit is musical. That shit yeah. is fucking intricate. That shit is is yeah. is dope music. Yeah. Um, Very clean. They're really, yeah, th- that's a di- the difference or a big difference between like house DJs and like hip hop DJs is like hip hop DJs. I feel like you want people to see what's going on they want people to know that the dj is behind the sound like they want to hear the tricks they want to hear all this and that but like house djs and like electronic djs a lot of it um is like you don't hear the dj because it's so clean right like you know it's just like smooth yeah. as fuck you know it's, it's Shit. yeah it's definitely beyond my it's I guess it's not beyond my understanding, but, but it's like it's definitely like a whole nother world of skill and um and taste. It's a different ear too. Yeah, too, exactly. Sure, yeah. Um, but remember, do you? I don't, I don't know if you remember this, but we did a show in Oakland um a while ago, like like you know years ago. That like the we were just talking to some dude, and he was like, "Yeah, dude, Pete Rock is a huge. Uh, he produces a lot of house music too." Which is like I just remember that moment being like, "Damn!" Which like, show in Oakland? It was like the remember the one where I was like way high up, in yeah. like behind you. I couldn't even see you. Yeah, at the uh, yeah, I like yeah. that place. They it was like right Puerto by Rican the freeway, food. you know, Puerto right Rican next food. to the freeway. Puerto Rican food. Uh, yeah. uh, it looks like a house. Kinda yeah, but that upstairs. Oh, it was for a C- uh, Senor Gigio. Senor Gigio was um doing a show there. Yeah, uh, oh. yeah he was selling uh pins and shit. Baghead, you go to Oakland. <laughs> I don't know, I can't describe it enough for, for Baghead to I know just know exactly what we're the place. About. It'll come back to me in a minute. Yeah. Um, let's see. Did we go to if you stayed on it? If you oh yeah, that's um That sounds kinda dirty. That's the <laughs> That's um stay, Well the, when stay, I made that beat I just tweaked out. I was like, This is the illest shit I made. The eight oh eight are slapping like and like the idea was like if you just if you if you stayed on your shit, you're gonna make something like this, you know what I mean? So if you stayed on it. Um that's the the track for the Blue Nose Pit single with me and Dregs. Um, but for the intro, I put uh, Dick Gregory talking. He was like a comedian, but also just like a influencer. Um, for years, and he's like talking about fuck. I always forget what the fuck I put in this album, but I know it clearly. He's he's saying like he's at like a show, and he's like like what you don't see is after we leave here, someone's gonna come through. And clean up all your fucking shit, and like, and that's what America's all about—just a whole bunch of fucking bullshit—and you'll never even know it. 
know what I mean? And then that's when the beat drops. So I was like, it's pretty sick. If you're about to chop it up. That's just a slapper. Very like slow slumper. I put Larry June in the beginning. Like his like it's like a it's a video of him live and he's just like he's doing one of his songs acapella and he's like, uh, what is he saying? Fuck the radio, I can do without it. And that's the intro to the song and then shit happens. Uh Fuck the Radio. I can do without it. For sure. <laughs> what about the beat I sent? Yeah, what about that beat I sent? Oh did yeah. You get to it? Yeah, nah, I didn't. <laughs> What did about you, the beat I sent? Because that's another thing. Like, so, and back to the whole idea of like I just named these in the moment. Yeah. Like a lot of like I send so many fucking beats <laughs> to fucking rappers yeah. who were like, "Hey, bro, do you send me that beat?" I'm like, "Yes, <laughs> I sent you that beat." Or like they're like they ask like, "Yo, can you send these?" I'm uh, like, "Yeah, I'll send you some." And then nothing happens, and then I'll bug them like, "Oh yeah, I'll get to that, bro. It's good." Um, <laughs> no matter like yeah, is every every single rapper I've worked with has done some shit like that, and it's fine. I'm not, I'm not tripping, but. Yes, you have. <laughs> <laughs> MC Paws does that shit. Have I done that? Yes. Um, I don't do it anymore, though. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if you make that if you, it doesn't matter. If, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> Let's see if you make that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll see how you do with that one. I still um, got some time. Anyways, um, uh, so that's the concept behind the title. Like I just named I was like, you know, that's the thing in my life. What about the beat I sent? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, but I got Nipsey Hussle in there on the acapella, and he's in. Um, I chopped up his shit hella many, so it's definitely not the same as his regular verse. But um, um, yes. If now there is, that was the last one we heard. If nah, there is. Um, yeah. I don't know. I when I made that one, I definitely that was another breakthrough beat. And I was like, oh, I really made some dope ass shit. Um, like there's an Erica Badu acapella on there, not for any real reason. Um, yeah. Um, and that was the last one we listened to, and I say we listen to the rest of it. Um, yeah, right now we got twenty minutes. Final I th- hour. Yeah, I think uh, we can finish this out, and we might even have a couple minutes to close out. So, Sick. You know, let's uh, let's get to it. Um, right. This next one's called "If You Fuck Around." Yes.
bag here. Courageous Karen, calling cops on the color kids. Move to the city, could you swear you see colorless? Say I look suspicious since the hood where my mother lived. And got evicted out of just so you can have a fucking give. Calling 12 is like a threat to my life. It kill me, you won't sleep well for the rest of your nights. My word, you complain about the man in the curve. But when it's really no one outside yourself, you serve. That's absurd. Don't make me put your ass on Twitter. Had a whole world scene call somebody. Yeah. See you by the store and I better get you the gym. You clutching your purse, you bragging like somebody gon' hit you. But ain't nobody even tripping off you. I overstand you just scared of something different, aren't you? But it's okay, we ain't budget anyway. Get your ass out the city, we'll be back any day. I said it's okay, we ain't budget anyway. We'll get your ass out the city, we'll be back any day now. Services are no longer needed. Don't forget your welcome. But it's okay, we ain't budget anyway. Get your ass out the city, we'll be back any day. I said it's okay, we ain't budget anyway. Get your ass out the city, we'll be back any day now.
realize that your suffering does not isolate you, and that your suffering is your bridge. That many people have suffered before you. Many people are suffering around you, and always will. And all that you can do is bring, hopefully, a little light into that suffering. Enough light so the person who is suffering can begin to comprehend his suffering. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hey, dedicated to those who yes. on all the internet. But yo, Baghead, I want to say congratulations sincerely, man. I know this has been a very kind of this. <coughs> you've really worked hard on this for a, a period of time. I'm, I'm fired. So thank you. Thank you, sir. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to say to the entire universe before we hand the universe over to our friend, the archivist, for the final hour on MutinyRadio.fm? Um, I think that last you would ask me like, what is like the theme or a uh, theme of this project, and that last bit is James Baldwin talking about how like he's saying basically saying that love is the only uh, choice to make in this world, and I think that's kind of part of um, why I think. Unconditional love is the theme of this project. Um, so go out there and love the fucking world and your friends and your family and your folks. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Stay tuned for the final hour coming.